0: Today's scripture reading comes from Nehemiah 2, verses 17 through 20. Then I said to them, You see the trouble we are in? Jerusalem lies in ruins, and its gates have been burned with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, and we will no longer be in disgrace. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God on me and what the king had said to me. They replied, Let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. But when Sanballat, the Heronite, Tobiah, the Ammonite official, and Geshem, the Arab, had heard about it, they mocked and ridiculed us. What is this you are doing, they asked. Are you rebuilding against the king? I answered them by saying, The God of heaven will give us success. We, his servants, will start rebuilding. But as for you, you have no share in Jerusalem or any claim or historic right to it. And this is the word of the Lord.
1: We are continuing our study. Seems like a long time. Uh, we've had a uh, uh, few guest speakers, uh, but our, our current study is in the book of Nehemiah, uh, and it has been for the last several months. And we're in the second chapter. Uh, we're closing out the second chapter. Uh, but it's a study that, I, uh, that I've entitled uh, A Relationship Restored. And again, uh, for those of you who've been around the block more than once, you've heard, uh, you've read the book of Nehemiah, you've probably heard, heard it preached more than once. Uh, and typically, you, you'll hear it preached and tied to uh, a building campaign, or, or something of that nature. It's like, oh, we're trying to raise funds uh, for a building, uh, which we are, but uh, that is the, the whole point and purpose of the book of Nehemiah. It's about the restoration of a relationship it's, it's a mystery. It really is, it's, it's a mystery when we, if, if we were to actually step back from the, uh, if I can use this metaphor without going too far on a limb, uh, of the religious cliff that we tend to find ourselves on. And we, if we're not careful, we'll just do things out of, uh, you know, well, mama used to do it, daddy used to do it, um, I guess I'm supposed to do it. Uh, you know, it's, this is what you do on certain days. Uh, yeah, you know, but, but, but if you really look to what it is we do as, as Christ followers, as believers, at the root of it, at the very root of it, if it's not about relationship, there's at least a half a dozen things I can think of, but if it's not about relationship, it'll become tired, old, routine, boring. Uh, hopefully it's the person you're next to uh, if you're in relationship. Uh, you think about that person. Yeah, some conversations are better than others. Just ask Gail, you know, it's like, okay, he's not saying too much right now. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, just, just it's, it's not about me or her per se, it's about that dynamic that we have that we call relationship. I can have a conversation with anybody but when I have a conversation with the one I love, it's a whole different experience. We have a lot of conversations. Are we in love with the person that we're having a conversation with? I don't know what your prayer life is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. So please don't personalize it. Sometimes, sometimes, it's, I, the best I can do is now I lay me down to sleep. And then I hate myself. That's the best you can do? Is that the best you can do? You've, I, I, if you unpack who we are, whose we are, and, and, And the relationship we say we have, if we were to unpack that and dissect that, then it's like, I just can't. I mean, rightly told, we should be in that posture of, I can't get enough of him. I can't be in relationship with, but as I was sharing with someone this morning, that, you know, just just too often, you know, they give the instruction on, you know, when it comes to relationships, uh, they always give the instructions for when you're traveling. For those of you who travel on airplanes, uh, what do they tell you uh, when they give that instruction? Uh, Before you try and do something for someone else, you better bet the best thing you better do is to put the oxygen mask on your face before you try and do anything else with anyone else. What am I saying? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When you're on an airplane, all number of things are going. But in times of emergency, especially in times of emergency, it would make sense that you know how to put that oxygen mask on your face before you can relate, help, assist, do anything, religious or otherwise. Oh, we're going down. Oh, oh, hold my hand, let's pray. Let me get this oxygen mask on my face first, so I can pray. Nehemiah is about relationships. Our relationship with God is about relationship. I know, I just, you're not telling me anything, I don't, I, well, apparently I am saying something that, that just seems to sweep over the top of my head all too often, and we have to really refocus, recalibrate, you know, just really uh, recalculate, to borrow from Siri, uh, just, just really recalculate. Where are we recalculating? It's about relationship, it's about relationship. The last time we saw that, uh, Nehemiah, he had journeyed from Persia, uh, modern day Iran, and was headed, he had made his arrival in, in uh, Jerusalem. And uh, don't know how much time took place from the time he arrived to the time he actually started surveying the place, but he started surveying the, the situation. Took a small posse with him. Took a small group with him, started surveying the situation. Didn't say anything to anybody, alone in his thoughts. Not, he, didn't, he, didn't, he not only didn't speak to the officials, he didn't speak to the people that would be doing the work. You read the text. You read the text. I mean, in that, in that latter part of the second chapter, it's like, I'm not talking to anybody. What I need to do is I need to, I need to survey the situation. Then after surveying the situation and processing everything, in the, in the 17th verse, uh, we read, Then I said to them, You see the trouble we're in? Jerusalem lies in ruins, and its gates have been burned with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, and we will no longer be in disgrace. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God uh, on me and what the king had said to me. They replied, Let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. Uh, what I really appreciate about Nehemiah, the text doesn't reflect this, and I don't want to read anything into it, but I also don't want to, but I also want to present it for what it is. There, it does not reflect any discouragement on his part after he surveyed the situation. He's an intelligent man. He saw what was going on. He saw the work that needed to be done. And he didn't say... Man, I'm over my head. We can't do this. Yeah, we, we can't do this. There's, there's no way we, we can do this. Uh, just so as a word of encouragement, and this is just review right now, uh, be careful with who you share things with. Uh, be really careful who you share things with, because the, your best course may to keep your thoughts between you and God and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. See, because if you're not careful, if you share it with the wrong person, that, that you, you're looking for a piece of encouragement. And that person will say, well, boy, man, I wouldn't do it if I were you, dog. No, uh-uh. No, no, that seems like a, no, that's, that's too much. Don't do it. Don't, no, no, I, w- I wouldn't do it. You know, you do whatever you want to do. Uh, you know, you, you, you hear it all. You do whatever you want to do. If God is leading you, you go ahead. But I wouldn't do it. The, the, we, we, we say that. Uh, um, in relationships even others that tell you uh what they would or wouldn't do well i wouldn't do this or i wouldn't take that or i this is what i would say uh but as we were even sharing in uh, in uh, in uh, bible study this morning it's like but 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 what is what is the text what is god saying what is, what, is, what is God speaking to our hearts? What is he saying for us to do? Uh, others will tell you what they would or wouldn't do, but God wants you to be alone with him, and he wants to speak directly to your heart. And it may not make sense, but if God has given me direction, then I have to take comfort in that direction. That, okay, God, you, you've given me direction. Uh, I don't know how it's going to happen but you've given me direction and I need to co- be comforted in that fact how th- that you spoke to me. So Nehemiah uh, gives a full assessment of the situation. He tells him uh, uh, of the consequence of rebuilding. Uh, look, look, he says, come let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and the enemies will no longer be able to beat us up at night. It's not what he quite says. He says, we will no longer be in disgrace. It's about relationship. See, the walls have fallen down. They've been neglected. The walls being fallen down and overrun is a reflection of the lack of relationship that the the Jews originally had. See, see, God allowed the enemy to come in and and do the things that they did uh, because of the broken relationship. And so now Nehemiah is like saying, we're going to rebuild this and we're going to have our relationship restored with God. It's not, not about, well, we're going to have this and then we're going to have a citadel and we're going to hunker down and we'll be able to sling arrows at the enemy and, and we're going to be cool. It's like, it's, it, no, it's never been about that. It's not about that. It's all about restoration of a relationship. We will no longer be in disgrace. Uh, the relationship with the God they serve will be on full display. See, see, see if, if nothing else, people would, would rightly mock them. It's like, oh, you serve that Yahweh God Oh, what's he done for you lately? Look at your situation. Your house is a mess. Your situation's a mess. Hey, what, what's, what's he doing for you? Uh, and to, to underscore what he had said, he says, uh, he, he, he adds, I also told him about the gracious hand of my God on me and what the king said to me. This is a God thing. So, so our relationship's gonna be restored. God shared this with me. And as a matter of fact, when he shared this with me, look at what the king, look how the king responded. He gave me the green light. You know, as as, uh, Redalia would say about this time, won't he do it? (laughs) Just won't he do it? Won't won't he do it? Um, Pastor Williams has said many times, and I share now, our time, uh, as he he shared with a minister, he said, I can do more in five minutes of praying than you can do in a week of trying that we spend all too little time in prayer and all too much time in trying, trying to do stuff, trying to fix stuff, trying to invest in stuff, trying, and nothing wrong with fixing and doing and investing, there's nothing wrong with that. But what's the proportion of balance? What's the balance in your life? How much, again, I don't know what your prayer life is, but how much time, think back on the last 24 hours. How much time did you spend in conversation, in meditation, in thought, thinking about god conversing with god versus how much time on twitter facebook instagram or or any other number of things how much time how how much i mean just 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 calculate that yeah i i i i I am a facebook stalker i i I admit so if you're my friend i stalk you i may not uh i do i stalk you uh diamond i stalk you uh uh Erica, I stalk you, I I, I stalk you. I may not comment on it, but I am stalking you. Uh, Janine, Janine can cook, I stalk her. Uh, um, But a lot of times we, and I'm not talking about you all, I'm not, I'm really not. I saw something actually from a cousin in Kansas City uh, who lost her brother. but I saw something, it's, it's this outpouring of, of angst and agony and all on Facebook, and I, and I appreciate that. I mean, uh, no, actually I don't. No, that's not true. Uh, um, I, I, I must be honest. It's, it, it's, did you spend that much time praying to God? You write a dissertation on Facebook, and we, people we hardly know call them family, and... Uh, what are they going to do for you? Fast. Pray. Fast. Pray. There's no substitute. You know? I wish there were an easy button. I, I would push it. Fast. Pray. Fast. Pray. Fast, pray. Well, what's what's this this, 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 this fasting thing? What it does, it's a a way of forcing us to push away from the pleasures of life. It's not about, oh wow, the collateral benefit is I get to lose five pounds for a couple of days. It's like, God forgive us for that. I mean, people say that, people have said that. God forgive us for that. Fast, pray. If you if you're anything like me, you got stuff going on all in your life. As I as I, I share with folks and I, I share with you now, I, I if it were possible, I would love for you, just one day, just just exchange positions, exchange roles, exchange, exchange burdens, exchange the the knowledge that I have that has to be. Good. It's not 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 an attempted at, uh, a, a fake attempted at, uh, sympathy. It's it's not. But 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 trust me, you could not get through. I could not get through the stuff I get through without fasting, without praying. Well, sucks to be you. Glad it's you. <laughs> not me. Okay, but you on a small scale, what are you dealing with? What are you wrestling with? What are the things that cause, cause you to weep in the middle of the night? That, that if you could, if you could right now, if God gave you, any) If God gave you a magic wand and said, okay, Mark, here you go, what you want, what would it be? I know you got something, because I got something. But then I start to think about, I already got the answer. But we choose to do things the way we choose to do. I'm I'm at that point we shared that this morning in uh in our in our discipleship class of of really it's it's a quandary it's 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 it's, it's a challenge for me that if, if 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 water is what I want and I'm dying of thirst and I tell you there's a bottle over here unscrew the lid put the bottle to your mouth tip it up. Consume it. It will satisfy your thirst. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but but I sure am thirsty. (laughs) I sure am thirsty right now. No, 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 no. Seriously, seriously. Trust me. There's this bottle right here. It's filled with water. It's good water. It's, It's really good water. It's wet water. If you tip it up, It'll satisfy your thirst. Yeah, yeah, I I hear you, Pastor. I hear you. I hear you. Boy, I'm thirsty. Man, I'm thirsty. I wish I had a drink. You don't think I get those calls all the time. All the time. Here's some water right here. Yeah. I sure am thirsty. Right here. It'd be great if the story ended right here. They replied, let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. It'd be great if it ended right here. It doesn't end here. Uh, so when the enemies found out, when Sandballot and Tobiah, and now that you got a third person, Geshem, when they heard about it, What did they do? They said, man, I'll be praying for you, man. Got your back, I'm there for you. It's all gonna go well, I hope it goes well. They mocked and they ridiculed. What is this you were doing? They asked, are you rebelling against the king? I say it all the time because it's true. The evil one is called the evil one because he's evil. That's why he's called the evil one. And the evil one doesn't want anything good for you or your family. And he definitely doesn't want you to accomplish any mission uh, that God has you on. So the word gets out. And along with Sanballat and Tobiah, you get this third person, Geshem. uh, You got all of these local officials and leaders and instead of, like I said, instead of their uh, response being that's great, it's good for the community, the people will be protected, and maybe they'll even throw in and God will be glorified. But no, they mock and they ridicule. Uh, and mock means mock in the original. Uh, but one of the, the, the translated words that I saw for, uh, uh, for ridicule here was despise. Despise. Not only did they mock what they were doing, They despised what they were doing. They hated what they were doing. Not only I'm gonna give you a raspberry, but I can't stand you. I don't like anything you're doing. I don't like you. Uh, You've met those people. They don't even know you from a can of paint and, and, and they don't like you. It's like you don't even know me not to like me. It's not me, me. It's what I represent. That's so why I say we need to understand our, our battle, our war is not against people, places, or things. It's about spirits. It's about principalities, powers, rulers, and high places. It's 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 see see the, the 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 evil one will use a dog to chomp on your leg if 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 he wants to to try and get you to uh, say things or do things that doesn't edify God. Oh, dog's just being the dog. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he bit my leg. <laughs> bit my leg at that time. So, so, so we need to realize that evil one is evil. And he doesn't just mock, but they despise uh, what Nehemiah is trying to do. And similarly, they mock and despise what you're trying to do. Uh, <coughs> our battle, our war, it's not with people. Um, so what is this you're doing? Who do you think you are? And they don't uh, stop with a personal attack. They throw in a a physical uh, threat by implying they're in rebellion, which would mean certain death. Uh, Oh, are you rebelling against the king? Oh, who, who do you think that? You know, HR wouldn't approve of what you're doing right now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take this up with management. Oh, all I'm doing is, I'm just sitting here during my break and reading my Bible. Is that okay? No, you can't have any obvious displays of, of religion. Oh, really? You you can't do that. Uh, mock. Despise. That's what the evil one does. Uh, and what do we often do? What do I often do? Uh, try to explain that I'm, I'm actually, I'm a very nice person, uh, uh, please like me um i want to let me explain that i'm really no threat to you uh you know i'm 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 really a nice person i'm just like you uh i really am and then we go out of our way to try and assimilate into the world to be like everybody else when god has called you your salt and your light you're different you don't have to act different you are different you're inherently different you're different by uh Uh, 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 who you are, by who you confess to be. So WWND, uh, what does Nehemiah do? Um, Verse 20, I answered them by saying, I'm a nice person. No, he doesn't. He says, the God of heaven will give us success. We, his servants, will start rebuilding. But as for you, you have no share in Jerusalem or any claim or historic right to it. If I had a mic, I'd drop it. Now my, I just, just look at what they, how they came at him and look at his response. See, we try and go toe to toe, point for point. Oh, you, you think I'm, no, no, no. Let me show you the letter I have from the king. The king authorized, he's like, please, I don't have time for this. I don't, I don't have time for this. I answered them and say, the God of heaven will give us success. Boom. How do you like that? How do you, how do you, how do you like that? Uh, he, three things at least he didn't speak about his authority or the king's uh, uh, uh or the king's authority but he said i trust in the god of heaven he will give me he will give us success uh second thing he does he essentially advises his people to ignore what's going on we his servants will start rebuilding forget this noise you guys these guys are dummies they don't understand i'm not casting our pearls before swine Well, no, 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 Uh, we're going to, we and his servants will start rebuilding. And then what does he do? Uh, He refuses to compromise. I'm not trying to get you to come along and join me and be a part of me. And well, maybe I can convince you to be a part of the work. It's like, no, you don't have a part in this. There's no role for you. I don't want your help to rebuild. And not only that, when it is rebuilt, there's no role for you, not only in the physicality of it all, but there's no role in the spirituality of it all. As he said, uh, there's any claim or historic right to it. He wasn't talking about a title deed. He was talking, again, I've shared before that, that, that you cannot separate the land from the relationship the Jews had with God with God because that was the word of promise to Abraham before Abraham was a Jew, before he came to Israel and laid claim to the land. It was all about relationship. It was all about so so now it's like, okay, now we're in relationship. And it happened at the same time you had this land. And now with this land, there's this covenant thing that's going on that we can only begin to peek into and 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 hope to grasp. So now he's like saying, you don't have any opportunity to partake in that. What am I saying? We need to be careful to know, and I am closing, be careful just we 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 miss seeing the whole forest because we're focused on on the bark uh, or fixation on one tree, and we miss our blessing uh, by looking at that instead of the whole picture. And as I shared before, it's not about rebuilding walls. It's about the restoration of a relationship. And Nehemiah points them right back to it and says, you know what, you don't have a part of this relationship. See, you're fighting against something that's much bigger than the rebuilding of uh, of a wall. Um, so, how so 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 if it's all about relationships, how should I then approach all of this? Well, let me give you a few. Uh, let me just give you a few that you might be able to uh, peek through or, or and maybe uh, helpfully bring it home. Um, God, fix me fix me so i can be the spouse my partner needs fix me don't fix her don't fix him fix me so i can be the partner my spouse deserves let me look down so i because i know we have a lot of singles so i don't want you to think that i'm talking about anybody the lot of times god hasn't allowed Uh, relationship to come into our life is that we're not ready for it we're still messed up and if we brought someone else into our lives we'd mess them up okay now I can look up (laughs) on my job fix me so I can show up on time so I can do my work and be the perfect example of what a good employee is like. Fix me, not my boss, not the hours, not even the work. Fix me, fix my attitude, Um, my witness. Fix me so that I have the boldness to witness to and to love others right where they're at. I saw something I, I think bespeaks of City Church uh, so, so wonderfully well. Uh, and uh, the subtitle, uh, if I could give it that, is uh, Community Before Transformation. Community before transformation. We need to be in a position to be able to meet people exactly where they're at, be in relationship with those folks, and then allow the Holy Spirit to transform them just like the holy spirit transformed us if we're not careful we'll look for transformed folks uh, to come and uh do transformed things and god is still working out that that word that we 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 too little use that sanctification process hasn't been fully worked out in us it's an ongoing work and we're not all that as, as much as we like to think, well, I'm all that, and bag of chips, and, uh, and, the, and the Pepsi to go with it, it's just like, no, actually, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm a work in progress. I'm better than I was yesterday, and not as good as I will be tomorrow, if I allow the Holy Spirit to work that sanctifying work in my life. Lord, bless me, so, uh, so I can see that this building, my job, my relationships, and my life are first and foremost opportunities to bring glory to you and to point others to you. This is all about him. Everything, I, and, and I'm closing, I said I was. Um, uh, I love how Pastor Shields uh, put it. Um, um, and I'm gonna butcher it as I'm even trying to uh, rephrase it. If we're not careful, we not only will find ourselves falling in love with the stuff, but we'll elevate our spirituality and say, well, I, I love the relationship I have with him. Well, if we're not careful with that, we are actually in love with the feeling that comes with the relationship and not the person himself. See? See, that's, that's, that's like uh, being in relationship with my wife. And if all, if all I am in relationship with her is for the pleasure and the joy and the warm feelings that she gives me, that's not much of a relationship. That's pretty stingy. Well, well what's wrong with that? It's one way. It's one way. What I want to please her and if I want to please her, how much more at an infinitely higher scale ought to, I ought to want to please him. How? In everything that I say and do. On my job, in my relationships, how I, how I conduct myself in that, that checkout line where there's 10 items or less, and they got 11 items. <laughs> They've got 11 items and I'm staring and I'm counting. God has, God has not worked that out, I, uh, I, that, is, that is, I know. I just, it, it's, it's sad, it really is sad. It, I do, every time, every time, every time. If I'm in a, not in a line, I'm counting. You got too many items. And then I have the temerity to try and, uh, give me some eye contact. I dare you to give me some eye contact. I dare you to give me some eye contact. Yeah. This one lady, uh, this lady had a whole bunch of stuff. It was like beyond 10 items. It was like, I won't say it was 50, but it was like ridiculously over the limit. And uh, the, the checkout person said, well, ma'am, um, this is a 10 item or less or line. Uh, and it would have been a real, you know, again, this sounds like I'm patting myself on the back, I'm a sinner. Um, The checkout lady said, unless it's okay with you. It's like, don't put that on me. Yeah. Don't put that. What am I going to say? What I mean, seriously, what am I going to say? No, pick it all up, put it back in the bag, and go to the next line, <laughs> where it's 10 carts deep, you know? <laughs> so, go ahead. And and that's, that, that was my religious response. Go ahead. And in my heart, it's like, Bag up your stuff and move it down the hall. (laughs) Okay. That shows you the depth of my depravity. That's just a little thing, but it's a big thing because it leaks out in everything else we do. Mm -hmm. I sing in the choir. Ain't that enough? I don't know. Is it enough? I kick in a few bucks, uh, you know, once a month. Isn't that enough? I don't know. Is it enough? You're asking the wrong questions. So I can't give you a right answer attached to the wrong question. I say this again. I just say it because it's true. It's like, well, you know, when it comes to tithing and all that, because you, you, never, you never hear us harp on that. And I firmly believe God's got your heart. He's got your wallet. He's got everything. But He's but like, well, 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 you know, it's like, well, uh, uh, you've got two sinners in this scenario. You've got those that'll say, well, I give you my 10%. Don't ask for a dime more. I've given you my 10th. Go away. That's one sinner. Then you've got the other sinner. Hey, it's grace. We don't have to give anything, it's all good. That's the other sinner. where do I fit in? Where do I fit in? Where do I fit in? God, you've given me everything. I had nothing. When I was 20, I knew everything. I did. I knew everything. I knew everything. I knew everything. I knew everything. I knew what I was going to do. At a certain age, I was going to be married. a certain age, I was going to have so many kids. a certain age, I was going to be retired. And I was on that path. I was a fool. I was a fool. Now, God, just like he spoke in the book of Joel, I will restore those years of loss, all the stupid things you did all of the evil things that were perpetrated on me. Read that when you go home. Second chapter of Joel. I will restore. Well, God, since you've restored all of this to me, I'm smart enough to know it was you and not me. I'll give you everything. I'm like Abraham. You want my firstborn? You got it. I'm serious. You got it. You got it. I, got, I got nothing. You want it all? You've got it all. unless and until we get to that point we'll always be looking at the outside of a water bottle asking for water wanting the satisfaction that water will bring and never ever tasting it to the depth and satisfaction it's 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 right there for you it's right there let's pray